Who's your daddy? Boom, we are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy. I have another guest here with me today, Ms. Candace Skittlebaum Habib, and I, your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, but Candace will call me Daddy. There it is. It took that many episodes, but we finally got to Daddy. You know, I've had other people on, and I've been like, hey, what does it say on the back of my softball jersey? And they know the shtick of, we're not saying it. We're not supposed to ever say your name. I'm like, all right, I can definitely get some people on here and you are at the top of my list of nothing else that she'll call me daddy on air like i know she will i call you daddy all the time as you should i should yes well you know what i was thinking your next person should be danny danny from singapore danny yes i love danny i love mr nice guy and the pooping machine as his wife they have a bunch of kids now you know it's funny you you jog my memory i went to china Two years ago, when we were in Hong Kong, I had a revelation one day. I went, hold on, Danny is over here. I should really have looked him up. So I actually do a quick Google and find out he's in Singapore. And then I find that Singapore and Hong Kong are not that close to each other. I was just going to say, are they like, are they the same? No. I I didn't know that either. At least you're closer than you were if you were at home, right? Yeah, something like that. It's it's not exactly close. It's kind of like, oh yeah, I'm in Australia. I should go see India because it's way closer. It's still like a 12-hour flight. You're not that much closer. That's pretty funny. I know. I thought they were close to each other. We're idiots as people who live in the States because especially where we are, right? It's New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. You could get to those three states and, you know, 17 minutes, essentially, if you hit the right part of them. You know, when you start to go out to the flyover states, things get bigger. And if you've ever driven cross country, it also is a little more difficult. When you go to Europe and specifically Asia, it is huge. (laughs) Those are not close. What's a flyover state? The flyover states is what we call, you know, your Oklahoma, Alabama. I, I know we have no listeners from these places. George does listen, so maybe I won't shit on Alabama too hard. But like, you know, the states that there's just no real reason to go to them unless you have something very specific, like a Kansas. There's just nothing there. What, what do you need to go do? Right, I got it. Okay. I, I've been to Kansas. I've had the barbecue. Guess what? It's terrible. Okay, there's just as good places in other places. Why did you go to Kansas? You know, I do a baseball trip every year with my guy friends. You know, I went to. Kansas to go to see the Kansas City Royals who play in Missouri. What? It's like right on the line there. So whenever so- whenever somebody says like Kansas City, you say KCK or KC Mo, and that usually gets like a, oh, you know the area. Ooh, yes, because I talked to so many people from Kansas, but I'll remember that KCA or KC Mo. KCK. Oh, okay. Can- I already can- forgot it. <laughs> Kansas City, Kansas, or Kansas City, Missouri. But where, like, the cool Kansas City is, is Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas City, Kansas. That's really cool because I did not even know that there was a Kansas City, Missouri. Right. And then the same way, also, there's a Manhattan in Kansas, and that's where Kansas State is, the the university. But if you said you're from Manhattan, oh, my God, I live on the Upper West Side. And they'd be like, oh, no, not that one. I live in Kansas City, Kansas. You're like, who, or who cares about you? I don't know. Right? No, you're right. You're right. But there's names for all this stuff. Like, there's a Hollywood in Florida that actually is not horrible because there's a casino down there. But there's Hollywood in California. When you think Hollywood, that's what we're talking about. California, yeah. Yeah, you start driving around. and People got very unclever with names. They just started being like, hmm, I've heard of that. I'll name it this. But you could easily get duped into going somewhere and be like, oh, that sounds like fun. Honolulu. Yeah, Honolulu, Iowa. It's amazing. You really should come see the farm here. (laughs) 
All right. Well, Candy Skittlebaum, I don't know where to start with you because you have such a a special place in my heart. I was going to introduce you as my wing girl. And usually when people talk about their wing girl or wing guy, it's like a pickup thing. You know that you're my wing girl and it has zero. Zero to do with pickup. No, it's all about the wings. Eating the wings. You're my eating wing girl. Except you and I have a kind of a big problem because when we order a plate of wings, you go, I'm eating all the drummies and you eat all the paddles or the flats or whatever the hell people call them. And I am not anti that part of the wing, but I like to have like kind of an even mixture. You make me eat all the all of one of them and that's completely unfair. Well, so then why don't we just order like instead of ordering 40, we order 50 and then you can have your mix of them. Ordering 40 or 50 wings gets a little bit pricey, but do you remember the time that we went to the bar on Roosevelt Island and we tr- we did that it was the time when they they did like 25 cent wings and you said can I get 10 but all drummies and the guy goes ah uh, listen for 25 cents a wing here you're gonna get what we give you and so I said what are 30 and we'll just pick them out what's it gonna cost 12 dollars who freaking cares I do remember that's where I got my name that I is got- where you got your name do you know that bar closed it closed a couple years ago oh I love the owner of that bar he was awesome was- he was I'm trying to get in your pants John as far as I'm concerned. That guy was it was creepy. He was it was uber sketchy. Yeah, he never. You ever wonder why he talked to you a lot and couldn't give two, three shits about me? Well, now, now I can see why. Beautiful girls are so naive. Quite drunk. <laughs> Which leads us to a next good segue. Now, you know, you might be my only friend who doesn't drink. I have friends that they don't prefer it or whatever. I love that and I respect it. And you know, the name of this podcast is Booze Your Daddy because booze is kind of like a play on words where, oh, you're my boo, we're booze. But it's also booze, B-O-O-Z-E because I am trying to drink a beer I've never had every single episode. I thought it would be fun to have you on. One, to show that I'm not a complete alcoholic, but I respect that people are like that. And I have never had a non-alcoholic beer in my life because I don't think there's much purpose to it and that's not what I want. There's no point to non-alcoholic beer. They're getting a lot better with the flavoring of them and different things. And you know what? My goal is to try something I've never tried before. And I said, I'm finally going to cave and get an O'Doul's. When I went to the store, they didn't have O'Doul's and I was looking and looking and looking and I then Saul, maybe one of the coolest cans I've ever seen. I'm going to show it to the camera. I'm going to post something on Facebook and Instagram here. But if you look at that, that is a Brooklyn special effects beer. Describe for the listeners. How cool of a can is that? It's a really cool can. It looks like it's like 3D. B for like, who's your daddy? Sure. As the can is very 3D, do you know why it's going to be the only 3D thing you see? Because it is a non-alcoholic hoppy brew. Contains less than 0.5 alcohol per volume. This is a non-alcoholic beer made by Brooklyn Brewery, and I've never had it, and I wanted to try it. That is so awesome. Can I just tell you that, I, you know, you have a special place in my heart, too, and I love you, but, like, I love you even more that you did that, bought a non-alcoholic beer. Now, I recorded an episode with my nephew, and we just went right through the whole fact that there's booze on this show. But for you, I said, you know what, because we've shared so many good times and laugh, I said, I want to drink a non-alcoholic beer, and it's the first time I've ever had it, and a hoppy one, too. Let's see if it's good. Yes? No? Maybe? Okay. I, it, it's good. I mean, I wouldn't call it a hoppy beer. It's Brook. It's a taste kind of like Brooklyn's beers, and it it's good. It it tastes a little different, I guess, but it shouldn't. I'm glad I'm having it, and I'm going to drink a non-alcoholic beer with you during this episode. Yeah. 
thank you. Well, if you were in a bar, cheers. If you were in a bar and they served you that, would you think it was alcoholic? I wouldn't order a second one, but I wouldn't be like, oh, there's no alcohol in here. It's just like, eh, not my thing. Not the best flavor, but it's fine. But I mean, can you tell? Like, No, because no, I don't know what the alcohol tastes like. I know when a beer has too much alcohol and you're like, no, thank you. You know, you start having these nine, 10 al- percent alcohol beers. It, it's too oh. much. It's like drinking liquor. It's not Maybe enjoyable. You're like, no, thank you. But back in the day, I was like, yes, please. When the beers are that strong, it's not enjoyable. You know what? The winter lagers are really strong. You lose me when it's all alcohol. It's just too much. You know, I want like flavor. I unfortunately didn't drink to enjoy it like normal people. Like so. normal people. I always thought you're definitely not an alcoholic because I always said, like, I don't know how Alan does this. Like we would go out, we would get beers, wings, beers, beers. You would stop, just stop drinking, just hang out and then go home at like 10, 11 o'clock at night. And to me, that was just insanity. Well, because like, we started at four or five. So I was like, you know what? I tap out. I've had enough. Uh, yeah, but you're good. Yeah, because you can tap out and have enough. You know when you know when enough is enough. I've never seen you. I've never seen you drunk. I don't know. I don't, I don't think there's ever been a really. I was pretty drunk at your baby shower that we did on the rooftop. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that? See, yes, I do remember that. And I was thinking about that the other day. You guys were so amazing. I definitely have seen you drunk. I don't know what I'm saying. Tipsy. But never. <laughs> you've, you've never been bad. You've never been like, oh my god, like, oh, let's get him into a cab, get him home. That's what I mean. Yeah, you talked to some friends. They could definitely back you up, but I. I wanted to talk about that because we threw you this quote unquote white trash baby shower because you come from a very classy family. I've spent enough time with your mother, who I adore. And even though she has a reputation as a Wolverine, I have always found her to be a teddy bear. I really have. She loves you. Yeah, she's great. And your sister, who I can't say enough things, I think she's one of the smartest people I've ever met. And I'm always afraid to be around her because I'm like, she's going to make me feel like an idiot. Oh my God, no. She would never do that. She She would never do that. But you can tell that her mind is working. She's like one of those Elon Musk people. Like her mind is not on the same wavelength as yours and mine is. She's she's something special. She's pretty spectacular. Exactly. We knew that you would have this white glove classe baby shower. And so a bunch of us Mm -hmm. said, specifically Joanne, Joe Babe, goes, we gonna throw you a white trash baby shower. So we did pin the sperm on the egg, which was hysterical. Our version of pin the tail on the donkey, yes. Which, well, the best part about that was, and I still think he was cheating, but the father of your child was the one who won. Right, that's right. Yes, I forgot about that. He was millimeters away from an, another impregnation on the wall there. Right. I remember that. What else did we do? We played, there was like a pinata, which was a total shit show. That went really bad. I think the first person hit it and almost went off the roof. Was it a baby? It no. was a It was a baby that had candy in it. It was a baby pinata that people were hitting with a stick? A baby? You, do you not remember this? You were sober because you were like eight months pregnant. I, no, I was sober, yes. But I was. Uh, my brain cells are kind of fried, so I don't have a very good memory. I have a great I memory. I remember that. We did that. And then we also played a version of Porno Pictionary. <laughs> it was great. I It was a really good time. It was really fun because I don't, I'm not having kids anytime today, but I would not want one of those baby showers that were too high toity. No, I wouldn't want like a pass the gray poupon baby shower. Pardon oh, me. Can you pass the gray poupon? I did kind of have that with the family now that I think about it. You definitely did. And I don't even know if you did, but it's almost guaranteed. My sister got so drunk when Sangria, I loved it. She was hysterical. And when we left the restaurant, we're walking down the block and I'm like about to pop. And here's like my drunk sister, like, Lala, life is great. And people are looking at her like, oh my God. Maybe Mark got a little that night. Probably not. But um, shh. 
<laughs> so talking back about your your nickname, which I still call you and have zero shame because I think it's an adorable name because for me, it really exemplifies your personality. That night we went to, one of the nights we went to the Roosevelt Island bar. Of course, the bartender, and this will further prove my point, the bartender, the owner, he's had you and Lauren, Lolo Felso, go behind the bar and start pouring drinks for people? Well, that's normal. Uh, really? Do you know how many times I've ever been invited behind a bar to pour drinks for people? Well, but no, not guys. I mean, I used to do it all the time. Exactly, because you are an attractive woman who has tatas. You guys were pouring these shots in different colors and different this and a little bit of Red Bull, and we mix everything. it all. Yeah, it was everything, and I don't know who came up with the idea, but, oh, it's all fruity. It's a Skittle bomb. Did I? Yes. Did I make up Skittle bomb? I, I don't you know, know if you made it, but there was a lot of colors. Colors, and I wanted to add every single fruity liquor there was there that's basically what happened and we dropped in it was a bomb and you know skittles are always taste the rainbow and bombs are explosive and that's not the best description of you but you have been skittle bomb in my life and i love that i can still call you that my bigger question to you is have you been seeing online it's usually like a tiktok instagram thing that kids are now making jungle juice concoctions where they start i don't know if they even put ice in it but they start off with like every gummy worm sour patch skittles they pour a bunch of those and have you seen this no okay big jug of nothing then they put in every sugary candy thing you could think of and then you see six hands pour in a bottle of vodka a bottle of gin a bottle of tequila a bottle of this and then you see the six hands pour in hawaiian punch seltzer sprite all these other things and it makes this big thing and every person who comments on this picture because it's always could you find five people that would drink this with you and people think they're really original to go no but i could find five people that would get diabetes with me right now oh my god no i have not seen this concoction oh it, it looks like you'd have two of those and you'd be like i'm done for the night it looked it looks disgusting it sounds like, it sounds like something that would really make you throw up like really sugary and too sugary exactly so yeah but every time I see one of these online, I think of you as like, no, 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 the original Skittle bomb. I'm the, I'm the OG. Is that how you say it? OG? I say OG all the time. But to me in my life, do you know what OG stands for? Orange grenade. That makes no sense. <laughs> That's great. I can't wait till people listen to this and they'll be like, alcoholics hotline. She's fallen off the wagon. She makes no sense. Orange grenades. No, in my life, my favorite restaurant in the world is this great Italian spot on 49th and Broadway. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's called Olive Garden. Have you ever been there? Unlimited breadsticks and soup salad. Do you know that one? I actually, yes. I think I might have gone for like a graduation or something very special. Yes. Olive Garden is just, yes. And they have this this bread bowl. Uh-huh. And they give you a little Andy's mints when you leave. I mean, when you're there, you're family, right? Of course. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So to me in my life, that is the, when people say OG, it's like, yeah, old, old game. Oh, but for me, then now I'm going to always think about that too. Thanks, daddy. If you, oh, you're welcome, Skittle Bomb. If you only knew how many first dates I was on and it wasn't a test, but I would drop that joke and the person would go, huh, I'm in Times Square all the time and I've, I've never been there. I'm like, oh, and then I just start, well, there's, they have this tour of, I don't know, Italy or something. And it's really fantastic. And it would go on. And after about four or five, I'd had to be like, listen, sweetheart, I'm talking about Olive Garden. Like, what? come on, get with the program. Oh my God. Oh, poor things. Poor, poor things. It happens. Maybe they, maybe they prefer apple base. <laughs> <laughs> apple base. That sounds like a, like a Spanish, like otro base, uh, another one. Apple base. There's my, another one. I don't 
think that's Spanish. Otra vez is definitely Spanish. No, otra vez, yes, but the accent that we're doing. What do you know about Spanish? What do you know about Peruvian food? Anything? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. I know a lot about Peruvian food. Hello, I'm half Peruvian. I'm aware. The other thing I was going to bring up about you is, do you remember when we met? Because I remember it very, very specifically. I think it was during Jackie O Karaoke. No? Maybe that's the first time you really remember talking to me or doing that. But I remember the first time you and I met, and it was kind of a weird dynamic because I was with an old girlfriend and we were playing on a dodgeball team with a bunch of random people because we had gotten put on one team and then we had to switch teams because she had hooked up with one of those guys and that got weird. And then we got on another team and we bounced around a couple of times because she got around and we got put on this random team and we just really didn't love our, our team that much. And one night we were walking into the parlor. I saw you and you were in lime green Dunkadoo shirt. Thank you for not wearing yours. I feel oh like an God, idiot. Darn it. Exactly. And you had like the high pigtail ponies coming out of your head with your orange headbands. And my first thing was like, how are you doing? I mean, I'm there with a girlfriend. I was just like, who is this girl? And what dodgeball team is she on? And so you and I kind of struck up a conversation right as we're walking into the parlor. And I look behind me and your husband at the time was talking to my ex-girlfriend or we were together at the time. And there was this very, we're like, oh, cool. Oh you, oh, you guys are together. Great. And from there, we became this, you know, friendship, which I've cherished immensely. And then you guys had let every know that you signed up for a dodgeball season with six people on your team because the game is six on six except you need to have more than that because not everybody shows up you need people to give rest well we didn't know that i mean it was our first time you can thank joe for that one. Oh, I- i'm aware and you said if you guys ever want to come help fill in whatever because this was like two or three games into the season and y- you guys couldn't get a full team let alone be competitive so we went and filled in on your team we didn't win a single game that night but the first night i helped you out you guys won a round at one we lost the game by a lot but you won a round and you guys were screaming like oh my god it might as well have been game seven stanley cup finals we are the champions you guys were going absolutely crazy and i couldn't figure it out because my rule in sports is you know act like you've been there before and act like you'll be there again and you did not have that yet i because it was our first win we you have to understand we were a misfit okay like we were the misfit dodgeball team we never won anything. We didn't know what we were doing. And so to win around at that time was like, oh my God, yes, we won, we won. So yeah, we may have lost like 92 to zero. Oh, well, we won around to one. But yeah, we, something, something we, like that. And then around. years developed and then eventually we won our championship. We've won a bunch of championships. It was even with you having a broken finger, it was it was amazing. I mean, it really... Two, two broken fingers. Hold on. <laughs> this is great. So you know that I'm recording the video and we put all these videos on YouTube, Booze Your Daddy, B-O-O apostrophe S, Y-O-U-R-D-A-D-D-Y. And people, I hope, go back and watch this part of the episode where you just did a change, except sorry, <laughs> it is still good for YouTube. There was no uh, lady bits showing, but you were able to locate your Donkadoo t-shirt so quickly. Now, I could be a real jerk and just show you that I thought we were going full-blown. I had my headband all out and ready you know to go. I, I was actually just looking for that, but I was afraid you were going to say you have to stop moving around. I have my headband. I mean, I don't really care that much. I care because now my OCD is going to kick in that I need to know where it is. But of right. course, I know where my Donkadoo shirt is. Those were like the best times of my life. That was They were up there. They really were. And then the only other story I wanted to share with our listeners that with you was the time you threw Joe Babe a surprise 40th birthday party. And there was a special guest of honor there. There's actually a couple.
couple special guests oh, of honor nice, because nice. my mom was coming up that night to New York <laughs> and I went and picked her up from the bus stop and took her to your apartment where you had invited, I think the PC term is a little person stripper. <laughs> my mother and your mother <laughs> sat on a couch as this little guy was just skedaddling all over the room. And don't get me wrong, he was a bloody tripod. I mean, God bless. He kept that his... That was pretty amazing. I mean, he was like, yeah. God bless. No, he now he kept his little thong thingy on, but he was really working. And every time he came over to our parents, they were cuddled up like, oh my God, no, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Oh my God. I think we were all like that, except for Joanne. Uh, Joanne, yeah. I think she had like dollar, dollar bills out like, get in here, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> y'all are catchers. I'm going to catch those nuts. <laughs> that was so much fun. Yes. But I, it was a little awkward with our parents there. But they, come on, now they can say that they've seen a little person stripper. It was pretty crazy. Not to mention, I don't know if you've heard, your parents had had sex at least once and you have a sister, so twice. So nothing new to them as far as ding dong swinging around. Well, exactly. But maybe not one that big. I mean, that was. <laughs> this this guy, he was, was very. Impressive. That was like, you said tripod? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, Candace, you have listened to some episodes, maybe more than most. And as you know, we always do trivia and you said i can i do the trivia and i am very excited for whatever you have planned the show yeah. is all yours go ahead okay. are we ready the first three are uh, multiple choice i mean is it just random trivia is there a subject no. or subject of trivia tonight is about dodgeball and chicken wings let's do it Let's do it. Okay. Number one, where did dodgeball originate? USA, Africa, England, Cambodia, or Peru? You know my girlfriend's mother's from Cambodia, right? No. Okay. Well, it's definitely not that. Okay. What did the opponents throw at each other in the original dodgeball? Pillows, balls, rocks, cantaloupes, or clothing? Got it. Okay. Official rules for dodgeball were formed in what year? 1905, 1819, 1964, Nineteen eighty-five, nineteen oh eight, or eighteen nineteen. Okay. They were um, made by. Uh, they were the brainchild of this woman Teresa Bellissimo. When what led to the creation? This is not multiple choice. Like what made her just decide to mm -hmm. let me put this hot sauce on these wings and eat them? Okay. All right. What is the world record for the most wings eaten in twenty-six minutes? Okay, ready? Where did dodgeball originate? England. Eh, really? Is that England? <laughs> no idea. The answer is Africa. I caught some balls down, down in Africa. Africa. I caught some balls. I didn't do the balls part. Okay, what, <laughs> what did the opponents throw at each other? Cantaloupe. Yeah, rocks. I felt that. I thought that would be too bad. I was like, "Oh God, somebody got stoned." Yeah. I almost was like going to change my answer for the second one based on what I put for the first one. But I was like, "Let me just try to get some of them." You know, it's funny because cantaloupes almost wasn't put on my list there, but I'm glad that I did it because Kenny was actually saying like, "That's so ridiculous." There's no way he'll play cantaloupes. Yeah, you know what? But in the quarantine, I've been playing. What's what's the game on um, Fibbage? You ever play Fibbage on Jackbox? No, I don't even know Jackbox. <laughs> 
it's like a game you can play and you have to pick the most ridiculous things, whatever. It's not worth getting into, but the answer is always the most ridiculous thing. So I picked cantaloupe. Uh, well, no, but you, but you know what? No, let me just tell you that they actually used to play with rocks and they people would have to cover their teammate who's being stoned and figure out how to throw rocks at the other team. And people that died when they first did this. Why would you cover? Why would you cover your teammate? You're helping them because they're getting stoned. But then I'm getting stoned. You would cover me. You covered me when I was pregnant with Hudson. Yeah, because it was a soft Nerf ball. If it was a stone, Hudson would not have been born or had three ears. I don't care. No, but you would have. Hey, you know what? I'm not sure. Would you? No, you may have just. If it was a rock, I would have signed up for another another sport. Well, yeah, we wouldn't be playing that. No, definitely not. And Z would have taken people's eyes off. Z would have killed people. He would have decapitated them. Murder, death, kill, John Spartan. All right. Okay. The official rules for dodgeball were formed in what year? 1905. Yes. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. The buffalo wing was invented in what year? 1964. Yes. Did you actually know that? I'm guessing on every single thing here. I'm a doctor to remember that. I'm good at doing tests. Yes, yes, Dr. Daddy. What inspired the brainchild Teresa Bellissimo to create them? What led to the creation? I I don't know. I'm going with something related to like, she didn't have good taste or she wanted to spice something up because she couldn't taste something good. I don't know. It's all she had. It was Uh, a wrong order. She had ordered chicken necks and she got the wings and she didn't have anything, any other ingredients. So that's all she had. So it was an accident. A very, very good accident. We should actually go for wings. When do you want to go? Let's do it. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm there, dude. The world record for the most wings eaten in 26 minutes. 204. Oh my God, Alan. Is that a lot or a little? Wait, actually, no. That I thought it was 44, but I, I misread. It was 444. Oh, so I was, cl- I was, yeah. So one of my buddies, shout out my buddy Stevie, who hates being called Steve E. So it's like Steve Edward or just call him Steve. He worked with somebody that was a competitive wing eater. There is a skill to it. You know, I've watched enough competitive eating. It's not just, can you get it in your mouth? It's how fast you can you do it? And Steve was telling me, you basically, these guys, you know, they take a bite and it's a twist and a pull just to get the bone clean. It's not just, can you eat it quickly? The same way with the hot dog eating competition, there was a documentary with Kobayashi there is a skill to eating and how fast can you do it? Break the dogs in the mouth, buns in the water as you're doing it. It's a speed thing, not a quantity thing. Right. Oh, I didn't, well, I didn't know that. Well, it's probably both. It's not. I mean, yes, you have to have a, a certain level. I did not know that. Can, it's a blessing and a curse, the things that I remember and the things I take in. Like I am, I know so much about so much and then other things I'm like, oh my God, how do you function? The, the point of this podcast is I talk about all the ridiculous things I've ever done and ever said, which a lot of people in my life go like, you're a moron. Like, why do you say these things? But at the same time, I can just retain information all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm like you. I mean, I say things too. And people are like, you just have to sometimes shut your mouth. Just just shut it. I'm like, why? Why? I, I can't do that. No. <laughs> what does that mean? That does not compute. All right. So that was <laughs> did that. Did you just roll your eyes at me? That was a really good trivia. You did a really great job. Awesome. Yay. See, Very good. That's what I did there. It's relatable because, you know, me, you, dodgeball, wing. It, it was great. We're definitely going to have to get some wings soon. I had a great time with you on this episode. Was there anything more you wanted to say? Anything more you wanted to share? But we'll definitely have you back in the future. We're going to definitely keep bringing more people on, talk about different things. People who are listening to this, make sure you're subscribing on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. We have Twitter. We have TikTok. We put a lot of stuff on Instagram too that I don't necessarily release on the other platforms. So there's going to be some outtakes, the pictures of urinized drinks, including my amazing Brooklyn's 
special effects beer. My polar water. My po- polar seltzer polar. with a, with a la- the fact that you have lime redeems you a little bit because that is green and I like that a lot. Well, it's not what lime seltzer. It, is that not lime seltzer? I see no, green on it. Kiwi, oh, kiwi. kiwi Whatever. Point is, it's green. Okay. Yes, that's why we got it. Beautiful. Can thanks for coming on. I will <laughs> definitely let's catch up in the future. Everybody, thanks for listening. Daddy loves you. Skittle bomb loves you too. Bye, Skittle bomb. Bye. Bye. We out.